Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, everybody. I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Penn Holderness. Thank you so much for checking out the Holderness Family Podcast. We're so happy you're here and uh, are hopefully going to spend a fun few minutes with us on our little corner of the interwebs. Funny story. We were about to record and we were about to start talking and Penn had not actually hit record. It, been, it, it still would have been fun to talk to you, babe. That's kind of where we're headed, right? Is a world <laughs> where you and I just don't press record and we sit here and talk just because... Talk. And then we pretend that it goes out to the universe. Yeah. Like that's our, that's going to be our retirement home plan. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Anyway, good to talk to you. Today's going to be a fun day. We're going to do a fun little experiment where Penn makes up some songs on the spot. But first, uh, we have some fun announcements coming soon. And if you want to be the first to know, join our newsletter at theholdernessfamily.com slash newsletter. You'll get the latest about new book, games, merch, all that stuff. Sometimes we put coupons in those. Also, sign up for our newsletter because, you know, the Internet's weird. It's a weird place. And even my mom will say, I don't really see your videos anymore. And nobody is a super fan like my mom's a super fan. She watches, if we put out a video, she tries to watch it on every platform so we get that one additional view. <laughs> so if, if Peggy's not being served everything, you know it's, it's weird. So sign up for the newsletter and, and keep, get caught up. Anywho, how you doing, babe? I'm good. So, I mean, we're getting ready to go out of town. And this is a nice little, well, I guess I'd say brain break, but I'm going to have to use my brain a little bit. It is our life does anyone else deal with this? If you have kids who are in sports and in school and then you have a job, you can't just like just hit pause on everything and leave. And leave. You have to like super get ahead of things. Yeah. And what that has led to is a total lack of awareness of where we're going, how we're going to get there, what I'm going to pack and what to expect. So I am like still very much blank slate on this entire trip. So in four hours we leave to go to four hours. Well, we have to, well, 
Yeah, honey. Oh my gosh. We have to, and you haven't packed yet. No. We're going to Italy to celebrate one of our dear friends' fiftieth birthday. Yeah. What's the weather like in Italy? It's it's nice, but okay. there's a baggage handler strike, so our flight to Italy got canceled. <laughs> so we're going to Paris, maybe? Question mark. So if we were on the Amazing Race, how would we do? Yeah. I think we would struggle because well, right now we're a country away. Right, because we can get to Paris, but then there's nothing flying into Italy, so we can take a train, a plane, or an automobile. It's literally, we're looking at those three options right now and the planes are, they're not flying or at least the ones we want are not flying when we want them to. So, uh, yeah, I'm trying to, I, I, honestly, maybe I'm just pushing that, that level of unsurety away with this kind of diversionary stuff. And I'm grateful for that. Also, thanks to everyone who's been sending us places to buy whatchamacallits. Uh, we should <laughs> seriously start a whatchamacallit database in a previous podcast. Penn said, we were, we were talking about things we wish would come back. Yeah. And he said, watch them a call. It's because they're so hard to find. Apparently not that hard to find. They're because hard to find for me. Like a I, lot of people on our podcast page and on Facebook have tagged us with pictures of watch them a call. It. So they're out there, babe. Okay. But are they looking for them or maybe? I think they were probably out in a gas station. And yes, they're like, Penn Holderness says, I can't find this. And then boom, they find it. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not great at looking for things. But I, I will say that they used to be a lot more prevalent. Speaking of looking for things, we were texting with uh, one of the executive producers of The Amazing Race because there's a new season of The Amazing Race out, out right now. Yes. And he's always joking about a winner season. And I think right after we got off the race, I, I wrote in my journal, don't ever do this again. Just my anxiety <laughs> could not. But now it's been enough time where I'm like, I don't know, maybe that could be fun. It's like what happened when you had a baby. I, it is exactly like having a baby, like the trauma, you like black out all the trauma, but I feel like we should play a cute email or a email, a cute voicemail from this listener who, um, we, we at one point had asked, Hey, do, how do you think your family would do on the amazing race? And this is her response. Hi, I'm Vivian from North Carolina and me and my family were driving back from going to a restaurant. We were listening to our questions for your family podcast. And Tim said, um, how do you think your family would do the amazing race? And I was like, there is no optimism to be had. The answer is no. My parents all started <laughs> laughing. So that was pretty funny. Thanks. Bye. Aren't kids great with the, their language? There is no optimism to be had. <sighs> yeah, I know. But I feel as if I told uh, Darren, who's the producer, I was like, we would need time to get LASIK surgery or something because where we really struggled on the race was finding things. The visual. The visual part things. Of it. And it's mostly, the race is mostly about finding things. And that's where we struggled. Did Sweet Vivian say she was driving back from Russia? I, you know that I, I thought maybe she said restaurant. I okay. don't know, but I think it's a long drive from Russia. Really, really long. You guys like it's a long, long way away from Russia to North Carolina. Um, maybe they said something else. Yeah, I think I think she said something else. But we are always and constantly, even though we are several years removed from the amazing race this time. So we t it was two years ago this time when we were on the restart of the race. Oh, wow. Because. The producers, we didn't have our cell phones with us, but they would take pictures. And then after the race, they sent us, like after the episode aired or around the time the episode aired, they would send them to us. And so it pops up, it, it pops up of like two years ago today. So two years ago today, I think we were in Portugal. So yeah, fun memories. So this time of year will always remind me of being on The Amazing Race. Another question from Jason, how do you guys keep coming up with ideas and being so creative? First of all, 
Thanks, Jason. But I think it dovetails into a, a similar uh, question, and I really just want to pose this question, question to Penn, which is, does the song come first or does the idea come first? Almost always the idea. Mm-hmm. Almost always. I, I would say 99.9% of the time, unless we are sitting around and there is a song that is so good and so in the mainstream that we've got to find some way to do it. And I'm going to tell you right now that never works as well. I I do know one example of when we did that. And did it work well or not? Uh, It was Adele's hello from the other side. Oh, that one worked well. And I said, this is, this is a bop. We need to do, we need to make it, we need to shoehorn it into something. Well, but it's interesting because yes, we did, but the reason that that video was a hit was because we were going through and talking about Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and we found a better song that ended up going in before it that did sort of like the idea did turn into the song, which was yeah. when we were talking about sipping the Chardonnay. Yes. But uh, I feel like that, that might be the only example because even that was the song. Well, yes and no. We were like, we hadn't even, we didn't even have the idea for that. We were writing, uh, the song about Jello for the other side, and then you said, "Well, what? Here's here's what's going on in my Thanksgiving. Everyone is screaming at the table. There's 800 conversations at once, and I like have never been more driven to grab a glass of wine than in that moment because of all the like when our family talks on Thanksgiving. There's like 19 conversations. I, I it's remember not great this differently. That's so really? funny. I okay. remember saying, "Watch me sip my Chardonnay," nay, and we're like, "Let's make this work." And so I think that's okay. probably the only video that might be. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the only uh, video where we started with the song first. But other than that, yeah, it, it, we um, look around. And a common question we ask is just like, what's in your mind? What are you worrying about right now? What's funny right now? And what was on our mind on Tuesday or Monday was this whole Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing. So Taylor Swift is maybe possibly dating this really up and coming football player. And if you want to gaslight somebody who watches football, tell them that Taylor Swift is really putting Travis Kelsey on the map because that's a funny way. Of, of gaslighting he's you guys he's the he's the best tight end of all time well and so he's, he's really really good and so the idea became Penn's intersection of knowledge and vast knowledge about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey converged for one perfect moment because he said I should really do a Taylor Swift parody educating people about so educating Swifties about Travis Kelsey so here's the song should we listen to the song let's listen to the song here's the song Still talking about how Twitter blew up Sunday, a football game and who is showing up Tay-Tay pounding on the glass What? She was there to see a guy named Travis Kelsey Sitting in the box with his mom and family We're still talking about it and it's now Tuesday They dating? We don't know Would you like more info? And so I wrote this song last night Sports. Travis Kelsey plays tight end for Kansas City. That's like a wide receiver, but he's more bulky. And he's one of the best tight ends in his story. 69 touchdowns, two Super Bowl rings. He did a dating TV show called Catching Kelsey. Kind of like The Bachelor, but with 
50 women from all 50 states. A Jake, Kelsey, a girl from Kentucky won, but they didn't date for long. He dated Kayla Nicole on and off for five years, and he has a mustache now, but he used to have a beard, and he is maybe, maybe, maybe now dating Taylor. Kelsey's been an all-pro Four times his brother Jason's been an all-pro Five times they played against each other in the Super Bowl One time their mom was really cute and had a custom jersey made And Travis had a cameo on Showtime TV You probably wouldn't like it, but I thought it was funny It's called Moonbase Hayden, it's with John C. Riley, And Travis got killed off in the first episode scene and the funny thing is Penn wrote that we were at the beach this weekend we didn't come back till Monday afternoon so Tuesday morning he wrote that in about 30 minutes or so I wrote it Monday night you wrote it Monday night yeah. okay but but, but pretty I, we didn't have a lot of time like I was yeah. I was trying to write and I hadn't seen my son in three days and so he was I was receiving a lot of Penn Charles. He's so cute. That's yes he's adorable but when you haven't seen your child for a while it's not talking to you, you just sort of receive their information. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, buddy, I'm so sorry. I want to hang with you. I knew he didn't have school the next day. I'm like, buddy, I like, we have an idea and I need like 30 minutes to write it. He's and, so cute. And, but he was talking the entire time I was writing. Um, adorable. Yes. Very adorable. Mostly about fantasy football. So it was helpful because that's what I was kind of writing about. Yeah. And then I, I went to Lola and I was just giving her Travis Kelsey facts and whatever one she sounded most interested in, I let Penn know about. <laughs> yeah. So that was my contribution to the song. Hey, hang in there. We're going to be right back. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else custom spray five and one only from rustoleum hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or even exhilarating. But one thing's for certain. If you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you will gain insights and uncover truths that you can only find in therapy. Get those personal breakthroughs and judgment-free support by signing up for Talkspace. At Talkspace.com, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. There's no need to commute to appointments, miss time at work, or line up childcare in order to attend sessions. It's mental health care made easy. Talkspace is also affordable and in-network with most major insurers. To celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering every listener of this podcast $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness to get $80 off your first month with code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Holderness with code SPACE80. So a lot of the comments after that were, you know, I would actually listen to the news if you guys sang about it. We come from a news background, so we've talked about this before. We've talked about... We have, and in in situations, we have done reactionary videos like this. We did one for uh, President Biden's inauguration but it wasn't really about his inauguration. It was about Bernie, Bernie Sanders, Sanders and his mittens. We, you know, during COVID that we did quite a few reactionary songs. Mm-hmm. I personally love that. I love like creating something out of nothing and turning it around quickly. We have this great team, Kim included, who have like the skills because it's hard to do that in a musical, like high production musical way with lyrics and, you know, make it look really nice and make sure it, it, it has captions and to get that out quickly you need like a very fast team and sam and marie and kim are very good at first of all i'm grateful for like dropping everything to say okay this is a rush job mm-hmm. and making a rush job out of it so that that part we have in place and like you said many times we've talked about like let's do it again but every time we try for the most part news is like either really depressing or super triggering right that's what's kept us back before is that news is mostly so depressing. And I do this work to escape real life. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine that a lot of people come here to escape real life. So that's why we've avoided it. But we did, I don't know, maybe the podcast, because I feel like our podcast listeners and the crowd here, if you're listening, you guys are the real ones. And so you guys are good with some nuance. We have some talk. We have time to talk about things here. So I figured the idea is this. Pen, are you ready? Uh, I'm in no way ready, but that's usually yes, where we so are. Had in this. Zero yeah. preparation. I have found, and by me, Anne-Marie, let's just say Anne-Marie, <laughs> found these. And I'm going to, but I'm going to tell you about them. And so here's what it is. These, I, you mean news articles, there, right? So yeah. there's some news that's very benign and happy news which is my kind of news not gonna piss anybody off um i don't know probably and then i'm gonna give you some headlines i'm gonna give you some and then you're gonna write a song okay about these news okay headlines and we'll see it'll be like our dry run and you want me to kind of be open about the process and talk about what's going on in my mind or how how do you or do you just want me to go away and write it or how, how do how would you like me to handle this um, I think we could let people in on the process okay. of it. That's it fine. is a 
audio medium, so I might have to be describing what you're doing. We may have to edit a little bit because audio of you just typing might not be exciting. Understood. That's so I, but I will give an accurate. um, I will hit the stopwatch, and I'll give an accurate representation of how long you're taking. How about that? Okay. Okay, here we go. Here's our first headline. Jupiter's moon, Europa, may have the building blocks to support life. The source is nasa.gov. Okay. The Webb Telescope. Oh, the Webb. Our buddy Keith Parrish. Carbon source on the surface of Jupiter's moon, Europa. Okay. Jupiter's moon. Europa. I said Europa. You said Europa. I met Europa. I know you did, baby. Jupiter's moon Europa is one of a handful of worlds in our solar system that could potentially harbor conditions suitable for life. Previous research has shown that beneath its water, ice crust lies a salty ocean of liquid water with rocky with a rocky seafloor. Wow, it's been a while since I've read headlines. You're good. So this is so exciting, by the way. Okay. I've had my eye on Europa for many, many years. You, you've talked about it with great frequency. Just because, uh, as you just said, there and they did this in Will Ferrell's uh, uh, Harry Carey thing. There might be life under one of the moons of Jupiter, like mm-hmm. in, on SNL. So it's been around for a beat. That was 1997 that he okay. did that skit. So Europa is an ice moon. Many of the ice moons, people have been looking for two things. One, evidence of water vapor escaping the poles, Mm because that's sometimes where the most heat is generated. And two, just any way to penetrate the crust and get into the water and see what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, It's so cold out there that regular water probably would turn to ice all the way through. But I think there's like ammonia in the water or mm-hmm. theorized to be, which, which keeps it liquid. All of that is to say, none of that is proof of life. Carbon doesn't just show up on planets. Carbon so, comes from life. You know what I think? Okay, you're explaining this right now, but I yeah. think you need to be explaining it via song. Okay, okay. so, all right. I'm gonna, What's the process? Okay, here's the first part of the process, and this is the thing that was the hardest for me to learn, and I got it from Lin-Manuel, Lin-Manuel Miranda, who got it from someone else, but um, did you guys watch the hamilton uh, pbs documentary kim you watched it right yeah and so i this may be a little long-winded but i want to explain this because it's important he was on vacation when he discovered that he wanted to do a musical on hamilton he was sitting in a hammock somewhere in a tropical place they just wrapped in the heights and there was this crazy like thousand page book on alexander hamilton and he was reading the the his autobiography or his biography i guess because he's dead he didn't write it and he was reading it and realized oh my god this rivalry between him and Burr, it's Biggie and Tupac. Mm-hmm. It's a rap. So he's got the hook, right? Mm-hmm. He's got he, he, he's got the vehicle right there. He's like, I'm going to turn this into a rap. Mm-hmm. But the other most important thing that he did was about a year and a half later when he was trying to write the first song and it took him a year, six months, whatever, to write his first song because he was trying to get in everything from the 1,000 page book and someone that he was working with and he said this on PBS said, a great piece of art isn't everything. It's just the parts that you want to have in there. So it can't be about all of it. Mm-hmm. And he said that that really changed his perspective on how he was going to write. And it, it allowed him to pick and choose the most important things. And it's widely known that like dozens of songs were cut from Hamilton that will never be heard mm-hmm. because they just didn't fit in. There. I don't know if it's dozens, but it's like part, a quite few a, songs. I think there were quite a few. I mean, yeah. at least from maybe not, I think they cut several of them once the show had actually been completed. But mm-hmm. as he was writing, he, I think he tossed out a lot of, of stuff because mm-hmm. it wasn't important. So 
when I'm writing a song, I try to find like one or two things that are important and then work around those. Okay. Right. So this, there's so much to, to go with on this and I probably have too much information. Like I know about web spectroscope, right? It's I think like I'm going to start the stopwatch right now. Okay. Go ahead. Hit start. So Webb's spectroscope, um, or spectroscopy allows you to see things I like think carbon this be in the song. and ammonia. Yeah. Great. Um, uh, and if they found carbon, it means that there probably was life at some point. It was probably underwater. Um, I keep saying life. So now the next thing I do now that I've got, like, I want it to be about life. Right. And so I need a song where the hook has something that sounds like life. And there's my life by Frank Sinatra. There's uh, life ain't nothing but bleeps and money from NWA. That doesn't work. There is, um, you're just, you're just time. doing a recall yeah. right now, um, in your yeah. brain. There's the now. time of my life. Oh, there's, uh, there's, it's my life by Bon Jovi by Bon Jovi. Mm -hmm. And that's in my range. Yeah. Or you could write an original song, which you do sometimes right. as well. But if we're doing this quickly. So for this one, you want to do a parody. Let's do, there might be life. There might be right? life. So okay. now I'm writing. Okay. So, um, uh, so I start by, by the way, I, I make it simple. So it's about life. I start with the hook. Mm-hmm. So now he's typing. There might be life. And it's on Europa. Red flag. Not much rhymes with Europa. <laughs> <laughs> A moons of what planet is this? Jupiter? On the moons of Jupiter. A Jupiter. There might moon. be life. On a moon of Jupiter. It might be intelligent. It might be stupider. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's only one thing that rhymes with Jupiter. Jupiter. <laughs> you know how Jupiter. I know that? Because if you were teased and girls go to college to gain a little knowledge, boys go to Jupiter to get more stupider. Yeah, it's great. Okay. Um, <laughs> But carbon. But now we have some carbon signs. Might be life. What else do we know? We used the web telescope. They have a fancy spectroscope. And uh, what else rhymes with life? Um, this all, is this, is this a little bit, is this a little boring to you? No, you just do you. But, but like, well, I like to add personal experiences. That's here's the other thing. When you're writing stuff about this, you have to add some personal perspective. So, uh, wife. Rhymes so it might life. be life. We use the web telescope. They have a fantastic spectroscope. This is all a little sciencey to my wife. Isn't that funny? Might be life. Yeah. Right. So well, now on, I'm not stupid. I'm not, don't put too sciencey. That's not too sciencey. Okay. Not boring. Sometimes this is boring to you. It's not boring. And it's your job to make it exciting. This is even exciting. Better. To my. Oh, rule number three. Mm. Run stuff by Kim. Yes. She's got a really good uh, concept of what's going to work and what's not. Um, so, for example, do you like the uh, you like the hook? I do like the hook. Okay. So now I got to go back to the beginning of the song. So uh, rule number four, you write the hook first. Okay. Hook's been written. Uh, so um, let's, what, what is it? This is a song for the faith departed. So mm -hmm. if you want to, if you want to make a really good 
parody, you have the rhymes the same as the, like all the way through, as many of them as similar as you can. Mm -hmm. All right, rule number five, rhymezone.com. <laughs> it is my best friend. So By the way, we are at four minutes and 37 seconds. Yeah, we're going pretty fast. Okay, awesome. I'm seeing some words that like actually could go with this. Uncharted, mm -hmm. right? Like that really jumps. So when you put, uh, when you put in departed, like a thousand things come in really quickly. A lot of them about hearted, gold hearted, full hearted, but uncharted is really, really like th that's, that makes sense. And that's probably going to be the first line. This is a song about a, uh, about a planet on, uh, you know, mm -hmm. a planet uncharted. So then you go to not just find rhymes, you go to find rhymes advanced, and then you can work your way into some slant rhymes, mm -hmm. which are r things that rhyme almost with it. Like garlic, <laughs> doesn't really work. Um, started works. I only need one. So I think started and uncharted are the two things that I'm going to start with. This is a song about space uncharted, a moon called Europa and a probe departed. Mm -hmm. And when did the probe go to Europa? The Europa clipper is not leaving until 2024. That's exciting. It was discovered in 1600. How about, how did people discover moons of Jupiter in 1600? Like, I feel like people were really smart back then. Okay. 2007, a satellite departed. Okay. I've written the first verse. How long have we? Okay. Gone? So we're doing a little check-in here. It has been 10 minutes and Penn has written the first verse and hook. Is one verse enough? Sure. Okay. If, if we feel like we have the information in. Okay. All right. So let's, uh, let's get a backtrack. I'll just, I think I'll just play it live like this. Okay. There, I don't need to like record this like super fancy, do I? Uh, I don't think so, but I, not the audio. Does everybody hear this okay? Oh, that's how it goes. Okay. Right. So this is a song about Europa. You ready? This is a song about space uncharted. Kim's dancing. And the web telescope recently departed. They went and took some photographs of Europa. That's where they discovered that there may be carbon down there, which means there might be life on the moon of Jupiter. It might be intelligent, it might be stupider, but now we'll have to get some carbon signs. That's good, but now we have some carbon signs. Might be life, we use the web telescope and they have some fancy spectroscope and this is even exciting to my wife. There might be life. <laughs> Yay! Right, so that's, I screwed up some of the words, but are and we so, good with okay. that? Okay. Uh, I, mean, I don't know how to stop it. Stop. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. That took a total, including recording that, was 12 minutes and 46 seconds.
cool. Yeah, and I feel like I, I hit a snag and I and I backed back out. Like at one point I was gonna do like instead of departed, I was gonna do started, and then what I about realized farted. I mean, I really wanted to use farted somewhere. Yeah, but I don't really I know. I think that's the only. As my only note is that you didn't put farted in there. So okay, Penn sings the news. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to do another one? Yes. Hang on a second. So would that be more like this, Kim? Telescope found a place uncharted. It made me so excited that I almost farted. Better. Better. Okay. Better. The rest of it's the same, right? Okay. Really good. Yeah. Got it. So, you because you need to have a, you need well you just need to have a giggle in there something somewhere. funny. Okay. Yeah. So it, with the edits, with that took thirteen minutes. Okay. Good. Good showing. Okay. I have another one. You want to try? Yeah. Okay. Flamingos showed up in Wisconsin for the first time in Lake Michigan. Oh my. Yes. I f- feel like this is getting so that this is AP News, okay. which is a very reliable news source. So is this okay. So tropical birds visit Lake Michigan Beach in a first for the northern state. Okay. Five flamingos that showed up in Wisconsin to wait along Lake Michigan Beach attracted a big crowd of onlookers, easy to see the unusual visitors venturing far from their usual tropical setting. So, by the way, I grew up in Florida and there were flamingos kind of everywhere. I would imagine for people in Wisconsin, this is a rare sight. So the American flamingo spotted Friday in Port Washington, about 25 miles uh, north of Milwaukee, marked their first sighting of the species in Wisconsin state history. Wildlife biologists hypothesized that the flamingos were pushed north in late August by strong winds of Hurricane Idalia. The typical range of American flamingo is Florida and other Gulf Coast states, as well as the Caribbean and North South America. And yep. Northern South America, thanks to storms that pushed them north, and I would imagine it's you know probably comfier temperatures in Wisconsin this time of year. Yeah, so there's a lot to unpack here. So okay. what, what what to you stands out? Is it the fact that a hurricane pushed them there? Is it global warming? Is it like imagining what a Midwesterner would see if they saw a flamingo? I would say you have to probably mention the storm because it didn't specifically, we didn't get to, we didn't do a total deep dive, but it didn't yeah. mention like warmer temperatures. It might've just been, they were oops, caught up in a cloud and got pushed north. So yeah. it might've been a storm storm displacement which happens also like what the midwesterners must have said like oh gosh what would our midwestern neighbors say right about that? well first of all she would call it a beach which is just comical yeah I know. they said they they showed up on a lake they michigan have a, beach they, they have beaches are just like a sandy area near bless water. your heart bless your heart i, I know we are such a-holes about this right just as being like living we're like it's ocean or nothing <laughs> yeah so there's there's the midwesterner part of it there's the the fact that it's a beach, maybe, that, maybe that's just an aside. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's... I'm going to hit start. There's the Okay, way. there's the storm. Right. Which is Idalia. I, but I am asking you because you, yeah. are, you are my great barometer when it comes to this. And your muse. What's the most interesting thing you read about that story? Yeah, no, just that they're spotted so far north, I think. These flamingos are like far from home, I think. is those. I feel, also, I feel sad. Like, how are they going to get back? Those little birds are far from home. Do you want an original here? Or do you I want, want whatever you want, babe? Um, okay. I, to me, what if the hook is like even flamingos are getting too hot right now? But do we, but I don't know here that's, that's the thing. Is it said they were displaced by that's the storm? Okay. Not, not, not that it's too hot. I mean, yes and no. But like if this has never happened before, 
right? It's not just that they're displaced. Has this ever happened before? Recent reports, they said that the sighting was not an unexpected shock because of recent reports of flamingos in Indiana, Kentucky, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. I think I like the idea of the Midwesterners, like what their, what their thoughts are. What yeah. do you think? And what state is this in? Wisconsin. Do you know the song, My Name is Jan Janssen, I come from Wisconsin, I work in the lumberyard there? Or is that just me? I don't. Okay, then I'm not going to do that one. My name is Jan Janssen, I come from Wisconsin, I work in the lumberyard. So I just started that song and I just got rid of it. It's okay. gone. Yep. I've never heard of that. Okay, I wrote an original. Okay, um, okay, hold on, let me do a time check. It has been nine minutes and five seconds okay. and Penn says he's written an original song. I haven't composed it yet, so do you mind if you hand me my uh, guitar... I'll, means I'd uh, have to move. I'm going to do like, so I'm just going to go with the, like, some easy chords. I'm not going to make this really fancy. Okay. When a storm comes from the tropics and it makes it to the east coast, there's a lot of weird stuff happening. Houses get flooded and our stuff floats. But now, thanks to Hurricane Idalia, there's another crazy sight to see. The beaches of Lake Michigan There are flamingos in Milwaukee And the locals are probably spellbound Saying things like, oh gash and cheese And the flamingos are probably happy Because they really like Wisconsin cheese And everybody from Florida Thinks that this is all a big mistake Because they see the story on the internet And say that's not a beach. That is a lake. <laughs> Yay! I love it. Oh my right, gosh, honey. So that yeah. was 10 minutes. That was an original song. Um and and I and I tried not to do too much different stuff, but really I each each stanza was about like individual things. So that's how it worked. Okay. Well, that um, was amazing. Yeah. Uh okay. Do you want one more? Sure. We could, I mean, honestly, are people bored of this at this point? Uh, no. Okay. Do you guys, are you guys bored? Yeah. Um, so uh, just a couple of tips on how that made that easier. Yeah. So original songs, you don't have to worry about matching them. They just come straight out of your head. I know. And there are two ways to do rhymes. And if you got to go fast, you don't do A, B, A, B. Do you mm -hmm. guys remember this from English class? Right. Or sorry, you don't do A, A, B, B. Right. Um, A, A, B, B means each thing has to rhyme with something else. Mm -hmm. But if you do A, B, C, B. Give me an example. Um, so this was just A, B, C, B. So the first three lines do not rhyme, but the fourth line rhymes with the second rhyme line. Example. And that's sometimes enough. Example. Okay. When a storm comes from the tropics and makes it to the East coast, a lot of weird stuff happens. Houses get flooded. Our stuff floats. So coast and floats rhyme, mm -hmm. but not A and C. Got it. So if, if I'd had to write it, um, the hard way it'd be like when a storm comes from the tropics and makes it to the east flopics yeah you know what I, I mean? hear what you're saying so a b I, I went a b c b and it made it uh, made it a little bit easier okay well i really enjoyed that babe so do you prefer writing originals or do you prefer writing parodies not not just for the news but just life in general i wish i was better at writing originals because i prefer those mm -hmm. those are hard they have like they of have course. to be something that also because you start writing it and uh, Daniel Thrasher does a great skit about this on YouTube. You start writing it and you're like, oh crap. Somebody's already written this. this. Is, like, everything's already been written. 
Um, and there's so many court cases. I feel like Ed Sheeran or was it Ed Sheeran? Somebody was just in court because they were saying, well, you use these three chords. And his argument was. Everyone uses these three I chords. Know. And in fact, it's so funny because we did a um, a reel about it or a TikTok about like how they're all the same three chords. And people accused you of copying Somebody Some other person who did a thing who, about how and, all the four uh, chords. I know. So even that was so funny. We had never heard of this. And yeah. You know, we obviously would never, ever copy somebody. But they're like, well, they use all the same songs. We're like, those songs are famous for having the same chords. Anyway, um, uh, same with me because my vision is to disappear one day and, you know, go to go to the beach and write like a really fun, either like a YA series or, a, or like a beach read, just like super, something super trashy. And I'll come home and have amazing ideas. And Penn's like, yeah, that's that, that story already exists. Um, okay. What do you want one more? Yes. Okay. Here's, here are our choices. Okay. Okay. Netflix red and white male DVDs are finally <laughs> making a final trip. Do you know why I'm laughing? Why? Because your brother still gets them. <laughs> he, I know. He does. Sweet Dale. Still gets the DVDs. <laughs> he was, I was riding up with him to a concert the other week and he was like, yeah, I got my last DVD sent back. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I know. He, I, I just, he's so traditional. I love that guy. Or... There are rumors, babe, that Taylor Swift may be at the Jets game to watch Travis again. So, okay. so that, but we don't know. So like, we'll, this will come out on Tuesday. This will have happened on a Sunday. So it's like, so it, we should do DVD. So, yeah. So that's a, just a rumor. So we could do the DVD one or you could predict the, try to predict the future. I'm, you think I want to do that to the Swifties? Oh, like, do you think true. I want to mess with Swifty army? Yeah. I'm not patronizing Swifty Army. I oh, have they're a, powerful. I have a member of them in my family. Oh, I know. And uh, she would not like it if I if I played God okay. here and so tried to AP speculate News, what was going to happen. This is something from AP News. Netflix DVD by mail service bows out as its red and white envelopes make their final trip. That's unbelievable. Uh, the curtain is finally coming down on Netflix's once iconic DVD by mail service. A quarter century after two Silicon Valley entrepreneurs came up with the concept that obliterated blockbuster video stores while providing a springboard into video streaming that has transformed entertainment. Um, obviously, DVD uh, service has been steadily shrinking since the streaming service. A fewer than one million recipients who still subscribe. That's more than I think. A million like, people. That's so, like, that's. A million people still have DVD players that work. We keep one because okay. we, I bought, um, I, we have some family stuff on DVD. Yeah. And so we have one, but it's in the attic. I can't, I can't deal with this. You have to drive somewhere to get this thing. No, then, I think they ship it to your mailbox. Yeah, it's but, a then you have, but then you have to like put it back in. Oh, I'm thinking a red box. You're thinking a red box. But then you have to, but you have to like wait like four days before it gets there. I, this is why I love people who still use DVDs, and I, I, I really am. I think there should be their own documentary because they are, they are amazing. At the, it's the whole delayed grat gratification thing, and these people must have really good self control, right? Mm -hmm. They just must, um, or maybe, hear me out. Maybe they, they don't. But don't you need, I was going to say, maybe they don't have the internet. So this is going to be an issue for, but if you, you'd have to use the internet to select your next DVD. So. Okay. I know the song I'm using. Oh, okay. So I mean, I have to start the clock. Sorry. Okay. Go. Okay. What do you got? What song are you I can't using? decide if I'm going to do the Ed Sheeran version or the Elton John version. Of what? Uh, Candle in the Wind. <laughs> 
Goodbye, DVD. <laughs> I didn't realize Ed Sheeran had a version of that. Yeah, I think let's go. Let's go, Elton John. Okay. Like, so here's another thing. Sometimes I just super vibe with certain artists. Yeah. And I've been feeling Elton John. Uh, like lately John. just like i've been listening to his stuff i've been trying to work on some of it on piano like your song is my favorite song to play on piano and also like i discovered when i was doing it that elton john is as original as i thought eddie vetter was like i think he takes a little bit of his hey, shit, he takes like a little bit of that from elton john yeah you know what i mean all right i love this song i'm gonna start writing so okay. hey do you, uh can i can i uh enlist you here yeah what are some things about DVDs that you were just saying? Because I was like, I was uh, doing my own thing. Out? Yeah, I was spacing out. Here's another problem. Like, I have to space out to get into this mindset. I'm right. sweating profusely. I've got like pit sweat because my brain is working so hard, way harder than it normally does. But you had some funny th things about DVDs. Oh, do you want me to reread that article to you? No, no, no. I want you to tell me what your thoughts are about DVDs. Uh, I care more about those. DVDs, I just remember, okay, let's go down the rabbit hole. I remember getting the first DVD player and feeling very fancy because, you know, we were just slow adopters anyway, and they were so expensive. People who use DVDs, they have, are fine with delayed gratification. They are the most patient, they must be the most patient people in the world because they'll have to w actually walk to their mailbox and then walk to return it. So I really admire them for that. I am concerned what these 1 million people are going to do for entertainment now because obviously they're not going to log into Netflix streaming. Yeah. Like, does your brother not have Netflix streaming? <laughs> I think he does, but I just don't understand why he does it. <laughs> I think like you, like the, the scratches, like putting it in the mailbox... Yeah, and then you have to like blow on it, right? Like it's sort of if you get a scratch and the DVD doesn't work and then you kind of have to like rub it on your shirt sometimes if there's lint on it. V DVDs are very finicky and Okay. Okay, hold on. I've a got it. Okay. We've got it. so it's been it's been 10 minutes and 46 seconds. Yep. What um, do you got, babe? So, this one, I'm just like just know that I don't this this one I'm most proud of. Okay. Okay. So, we're going to see how it goes. Here we go. Ready, guys? Goodbye, DVD. <laughs> and Netflix says delivery. The movie mail in service. It's about to stop. Yeah. Who still gets DVDs in the mail? Well, I guess my brother Dale and a million other people watch it and put it in their mailbox, yeah. Well, it seems to me they live their life like it's 2010 <laughs> before you could stream absolutely everything. Still dealing with the scratches and the scene skipping. Technology died out long ago. But you still mail it in. Yeah. Something like that, right? I. This is. That's actually a pretty good one. That, like I would put that bop. one on the internet. Yeah. That's a bop. A little slow, but yeah. yeah. Oh, right. such a good song, uh, yeah. babe. I am endlessly impressed with your oh, thank you your skills and talents. You just have this 
great little ability to write song lyrics and original music out of uh, get them out of your butt. Just straight out of your butt. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, I am exhausted now. Oh, mentally. Mentally. And I need to put a new shirt on. Okay. Like something happens to my pits when I write music and I'm not sure how to deal nerves? with it. Is it nerves? Yeah. Excitement? It is. It's anxiety probably. Like, because what if I, I mean, it's, it, it's always kind of being put on the spot a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I think it probably activates whatever part of the fight or flight part of an ADHD brain gets activated and you mm-hmm. get kind of focused and you just do it. Um, I feel like when I do it that I'm ignoring people around me. So I hope I apologize if that no, I was sitting here. Well. I was um, doing other just stuff. Doing other. I was trying to Google what the status of the um, strikes are in Italy to see if we'll get there. So oh I God. have no information. Well, by the you. time this comes out, we'll be we will be somewhere on our way home. Maybe we hope. Yeah. There's also possibly. I forgot to tell you this. Oh God. There's possibly a government shutdown in our country. Because there's a small group in one particular party that's like middle finger to the rest of us. Okay. And so they want to shut down the government. Maybe oh. Sunday. The air traffic controllers apparently still have to work even though they would not get paid. Mm-hmm. So that could cause some flight delays because who wants okay. to show up for work? If And I don't want like a grumpy air traffic controller like behind the wheel there. So... Um, so we think we're getting back. Anyway, stay tuned to Instagram yep. for updates. I've, I, the most important thing I did today was I bought a device that will allow my headphones to connect to, um, the airplane. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. And also to other devices so I can watch I, Who knows where, but by the time we get back in our next podcast, yeah. who knows where we will have been. I know. I know. Um, Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. And Penn, thanks you, thank you for sharing your weird talents with us. And do you feel as if we should be putting these as videos on Instagram and TikTok? I'm asking them, not you. Yeah. Well, what about you? Do you think we should? I want to put the Netflix one out because, although I don't want to out my brother Dale on a, on a video because that's like, I love him. I love um, him. But he, I think he would the, laugh. I think the podcast peeps can like, they're okay with that because yeah. Dale's been on the podcast before. Yes. Okay. Uh, I love you guys. I hope you're doing well. I hope if you're listening to this, you're having a good day. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.